here's a dance you should know when the lights are down low grab your baby then go I do the hucklebuck I do the hucklebuck if you don't know how to do it boy you're out of luck push your baby out then you hunch your back start a little movement in your sacroiliac wiggle like a snake waddle like a duck that's the way you do it when you do the hucklebuck hey not now Brett and Steny will tell you when hey girls start talking Hello! Hello, people of Earth, Hucklebug Nation. People of the universe, welcome to the Hucklebug. I am Stenny. And I'm Bet. We're Bet and Stenny, and this is the Hucklebug episode 688. 688, and I wrote this on, on my notes. 688 in the 80s. Best music club ever in Atlanta, the 688 Ooh, Club. The 688 Club, all right. That's, it, it's a thing, anyway. I didn't uh, think there was anything. All right. Well, maybe you like R.E.M.? Do you like uh, Mitch Easter? Really. Go to the 688 Club. All right. That's where. That's the place to be in Atlanta. All right. Are they still there? I don't know. I'll have to Google that later. I won't now. Okay. We got way too much stuff to do. We have a lot. Hang on. I got a sneeze coming on. Oh. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. it left you. We'll see. I don't know. Now now it doesn't feel like I'm going to sneeze oh, at all. Okay. Let's, let's go ahead and jump into your shout-out, shall we? Your shout-outs roar. All on Facebook. Yes. Uh, did you say we're starting with the missive or with the... We're starting with the I episode, with the right? Episode. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. two is Just right out. Catching. That's right. We got one from Tina with a Y. Tina. And, <laughs> in well, the place where Tina you with live. Y. No, Kelly. With, I was thinking <laughs> Kelly. Well, Tina... T- Tina Kelly with a Y. Kelly with a Y. See, uh, that's, but, that's what I'm saying. Tina says, hi, both. Forgot to leave uh, a message uh, after listening last week. That's all right. You can leave a message whenever you feel like it. Uh, she says, yes, I do know who Ma and Pa Ingalls are. Gr- grew up watching American TV shows like Little House on the Prairie, Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie, she Man might from Uncle, episode. <laughs> Time Tunnel, and the list goes, well, you know what? Then she probably would uh, enjoy the Sex Lives of TV characters. Yeah. <laughs> discussion well, let's see if i can find it time tunnel what's time tunnel i don't know I that don't one know that? Time tunnel. neither of us know time tunnel she says i can honestly say i have never thought about the sex lives of mon pa ingles uh, oh, well you know what the saying is with all their kids they obviously didn't have they did not have a telly no they didn't have a telly but they did the only entertainment they had well they didn't have charles life, playing but... the fiddle every night <laughs> and that got ma in the mood so <laughs> But you'll you'll hear all about that because uh, yeah, while we're off, we are going to be on hiatus for the next I don't know month, 15. two months, something. But I'll start. I'll try to post like uh, classic. Yeah, so this is kind of like the last day of school for us people. So it is a little bit. It is a little bit. It's casual Friday. But summer vacation <laughs> might be fun for you all. Yeah, for yeah, for the rest of you. Uh, she says. Uh, also, she says best of luck, Doug, with your treatment. Yes. Prayer hands, motorcycle. And then you go ahead and take this last little bit here. This is adorable well, said, picture. Yes. And I didn't realize until I, I saw the picture, but I didn't realize until I read it. Yeah. But I found a pic of me on your dad's bike back in the day. Just left it. Have a good week, all. Look and that her. is that's our carport. And that is wonderful little Tina with her short, spiky hair. Yeah, on dad's it's cute. Beloved Goldwing, his Honda Goldwing. That's a nice bike. Looks very, it's huge. Very comfortable. My parents adored her. And there's two seats on that. Did he take your mom for a ride? Oh, yeah. She rode everywhere he rode. Oh, that's adorable. I never knew that. Thank you, Tina, for your shout out. Appreciate it. Lincoln, I'm recording a show right now, buddy. I'll be with you later. Um, our second and final shout out this week's for Kelly with an Kelly I. With an I. Up Which under I the forgot missile. I was supposed to say. This one's best. She said, happy, happy Hucklebug. I'm still listening to the last show while cleaning today. That's a good, that's a good But one. after discussions of Beth's YouTube channel, I went out and, jo- and enjoyed those again. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kelly, with a Y. With an I-E, sorry. Yes. Uh, and Mr. Dim 
Mr. M dotting the I. That's in the script, Ohio. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ohio State's band does. That's right. He did it by himself. He did the whole script Ohio by himself. <laughs> and of course, he had to dot the I. Uh, she said, what fun. And she loves the pictures of your kitties today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the kitties, uh, they've just been out doing themselves in cuteness lately. So uh, <laughs> there's a couple of pictures of them there on my Facebook page. If anybody just wants to go have a look. This one, these I just posted direct to direct to Facebook. Usually I go Instagram, but not this time. Straight to Facebook. Facebook only. Just oh. for my Facebook followers. So yeah, go check exclusive. out my adorable freaking cats. That's right. Facebook exclusive. Uh, go check those out if you want. Thank you guys for your shout outs. Appreciate Yay. it. Yay. And you Let's... know, you can leave a shout out. Oh yeah. Gone. Feel free to leave a shout outs while we're gone. Not like um, we'll be looking. No, we'll be or, looking. We could maybe searching. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we could, uh, you know, maybe we can just, you know, answer them on the Facebook page. That's if right. you have questions or whatever. Uh, but yeah, we're just not going to be recording for a bit because uh, my schedule is full. So um, let us uh, move on here with the show. I bet you've got some movies. I've got two movies. Both two happened movies. last weekend. Great. Uh, and the first one on Amazon Prime, free uh-huh. on Am- You don't have to pay. Free okay. on Amazon Prime, which of course Amazon Prime is not free, so you're paying anyway. But Oh, but I have it uh, now, so I might as well use it. I don't know if, how many of you have heard of it. It's Air. I have heard of Air. I've heard it's yeah. very, very good. Well, uh, no? it's Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, those mm-hmm. two guys. And it's the story of Nike and how they got Michael Jordan right. to go to their side because he wanted Adidas when yep. he went pro. He wanted Adidas. And so yeah. Matt Damon is the guy who just goes wild to get him. Yeah. And it's serviceable. I mm. I didn't love it. I didn't not like it. It's okay. just near yeah, to me. Just and near. I but I swear, if you like basketball more than I do, and you like <laughs> Nike more than I do, and and you know, it, it is of its time. Uh but I, I thought it was, you know, I watched it till the end. It was okay. It wasn't you know Okay. All right. Not my favorite, but on the sideways. But 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 some people might like it more than I, so you know. All right. Yeah, I've I have I've heard good things. Thumbs sideways or what? Thumbs sideways. I'll, sideways I'll give that thumb. thumb sideways. Sideways. Definitely thumb. Right. not down. Okay. Got up. <laughs> All right. That's that's fair enough. What uh, what's your other movie? Uh, my other movie that I saw this past weekend. You know how there's a movie everybody has seen, and everybody thinks you've seen it. Uh-huh. And maybe you even think you've seen it and you realize, <laughs> no, I haven't seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, and why not? Uh, I was just flipping around, looking at the Q, QEWU on Netflix. Q-E-U, yeah. And and I got to a line where they had like the birds and animal house and all kinds of older movies. And yeah. I came upon American Graffiti. Oh, yeah. And I realized I don't, I've seen clips of it. I know all the music from it. Right. Uh, but I don't think I've ever seen that whole movie. And so I queued it up movie. and I the whole thing. It is. It really is. It's a lovely, I, lovely movie. It really is. I, I don't know how well it's aged. Hmm. Yeah. But it was, but uh, if I'd have seen it back in the day, I probably would have gone goo goo gaga over. Yeah. Uh, but it's such a sweet movie that really has. I don't want to say it has no plot because it starts. Doesn't have much of a plot somewhere. though. It's light. But on so top. much happens. It's just one it's night. Just the last day in of town. It's their life. last night in town. Yeah. Yeah. And and Ron Howard, uh, Opie, little Opie, little Opie, yeah, little Opie Cunningham is great. Richard Dreyfus, love Richard Dreyfus. Oh my God, Paul Lamatt is yeah. the is the has been. Charlie Martin Smith, oh my heavens! Yes, what an actor he is! He's I've fantastic. Seen him in so much. And, Harrison Ford, uh, one of his Harrison very first Ford, movies. yes. Suzanne Julie, Summers in Ju- Ju- one Julie scene. from One Day at a Time, huh? Julie from One Day at a Time. Oh, Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, you Mackenzie said, you said Phillips. Oh, and she rocks. This. She's fantastic. She's you so just, good. 
hate her guts. Oh, yeah. Little <laughs> As shit. you should. Yep. But I just had so much fun watching this movie. It was goody. Cool. And, of course, one of the best soundtracks ever. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, a lovely, lovely film. Good. I'm glad you finally saw it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's lovely. Mike would be... Mike would be uh, outraged to learn that you just now saw it for the first time. I know. That's one of those things I should have seen at least 30 years ago. It's a good thing he doesn't listen to our show anymore. So <laughs> no worries. I have no movies, but I do have a binge watch. And I'm I'm really glad that you watched this bet because I think I, I, think I would not have bothered going back to this show. Okay, so I was, you, it is a binge. You've been. I did. I have. I have completed season five of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, because Mom's coming, and you know, Monk is on Amazon Prime, and Murder She Wrote is on Amazon Prime, and a lot of Mom's favorite shows are on Amazon Prime. So I thought, well, I may as well just re-up to Amazon Prime, and that way Mom will have access to all her faves. And you know, you were very complimentary about Mrs. Maisel. Yes, I because thought, I was about ready to cut out. Cutting yeah, I was too. I was ready to cut out. I mean, season three was a, it was a setback, and then season four I felt was disappointing, like really disappointing, and and I just didn't I didn't feel like I needed to go back to it. But then you were very positive with your review of season five, so I'm so glad I watched it because it was a complete return to form. Yes, back to season one and two levels of good. Uh, and the ending is just wonderful. The ending, you. I love the just, ending. It ends perfectly. Right? It ends perfectly. We won't say how it ends, you guys, because. Right. Uh, but might, I, I do have to have ask you, uh huh, ask or say a couple of things. First of all, okay. Did you understand? I think I touched on this that they keep going back to flashbacks, and sometimes those flashbacks are not addressed. Um, <laughs> like Joel when she visits Joel. In that play, <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, so part and of framing device is part of the framing device of season five. I will go ahead and explain this much. They're not flashbacks; they're flash forwards. There's, there's well, they the, they go back and forwards, yeah. Episodes, yeah, 50s episodes up to the eighties, right? Further than that, I think uh, all the way to like two thousand nine or something oh, like okay. that is like the the last flash forward. But there are all these little they they start to just it'll just be one scene from the future and we know a little bit about midge's daughter and then we know a little bit about midge's son and where they ended up and then we find out where joel ended up yeah. um and a little bit about a, a little bit about midge and about Susie and their relationship and well, obviously and, and a little bit about, about lenny bruce mom yes that commercial yes yep uh i i really liked that framing device because i it it gave us enough of you know what happened in the far future without without having to do a season on every single year between now and 2009 you know um i felt like we knew enough about joel i felt like we knew enough about where uh, he ended up but one thing that i have to say because i the reason i almost left the show was because of a certain storyline with lenny, lenny bruce. bruce yeah i thought they what handled they that do really with well. him this season totally Perfect. Makes up Perfect. for everything I was Agreed. unhappy about. They really they handled. I agree with Perfect. you. I felt like I felt like that was the big thing in season four was the cardinal sin of season four. Yes, was Midge and Lenny Bruce getting together? I'm like, are right, you've just broken my reality now? Yes, yeah, that doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work for Susie for not Susie. It wouldn't work for Susie to get mixed up with him either. <laughs> doesn't work for Midge to get mixed up with Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce, the heroin addict. Like, oh. is that going to be part of the show now? Yeah. Or are we going to have to go through all that? So the way they handled that in season five, I thought was great. Um, and I'm with you, made up for everything. I, mean, I still think it was completely unnecessary for Midge and him to get together in season four, but whatever. Uh, we are going to do some spoilers and, for season uh, just four. Just one I little Sorry, thing, one, one small little line that I yeah. was trying to tell Pat about, I think only this week. Uh, but she's still like in season two. So, oh, okay. <laughs> but when Midge gets hired as a writer in the men mm -hmm. only room, yeah. And every time somebody goes to the bathroom, is it the caissons go rolling? Yes, along? yes. They, sing. they all sing. I yeah, love that. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> over hill, over, over down, down. Over hill. 
they only did it in one episode, and then I think later in like one other episode, it came. Yeah, they you do, hear it a yeah, little bit it, in the background. It comes back, yeah, yeah, a little but, bit. But yeah, great ending, and yeah. what a last line to end that shit with. Yes, and and uh, and uh, uh, yeah, the the final scene I loved. I loved the final scene. Uh, you and I can probably talk about it in a, a teeny bit more detail. And still, all of her costuming was perfect. The so sets good. were perfect. The sets. I mean, that's what the, I want to talk visual about. The visuals show for five seasons have just been amazing. It, it's, it's 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 outrageous. They must have spent a fortune recreating Rockefeller Center and um, you know entire recording studios and all all of the rest of it. It's it, outrageous. So so good. The the art direction and and uh, the overall look of the show is is fantastic and that's that's never the that quality is never dropped the quality of the writing i thought in season three a bit and in season four a lot just kind of dropped off and i just felt like the stories weren't going anywhere mitch's story in particular went no place yeah. in season four so i was just really glad to see her return to form and it was enjoyable and i was right back on board so um, it was a strong, strong ending. And uh, as, as a lot of people have said, they stuck the landing. So yeah, <laughs> yes. if you've been watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and you were thinking, well, I don't know if I'm going to go back for season people. five, watch it. Season or five, if you haven't it. started it, now's the time, people. Right. Yes. All seasons now available on Amazon Prime. Enjoy it. All right. What do we got next, Bet? Well, I have a TCIWF thing, the company I work for. The company Bet works for. And I have to tell you, this happened this week, at the beginning of this week. It, it, but it goes back. It goes back, back, back. Ah, okay. <laughs> to the Casey days. Um, but the thing about the company I work for, you know, we, we're a small town. We have our small town clients who are also our friends. And I've, I've said it many times. People come in and they do their business and they tell us about their lives and they show us pictures of their kids. And they'll leave and they say, bye, I love you. And we'll say, oh, I love you too. Aww. And, you know, that, that, that's the great part about working where I do. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have our clients who are not so easy to deal with. They might be grumpy. They might like to bitch at us. Yeah, uh, but they don't leave. So apparently, they like that we take their bitching or what right. we do. You know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. every once in a while, you know, there's that one client, <laughs> and yeah. we've had one for about four years, and she moved. Why you move from California to Bluefield, Virginia? I don't know, but don't she know. did. People do things. Yeah, and from the day she walked into our office and i think casey got her that day mm -hmm. she's just a nightmare she's oh no she well i mean she's not belligerent she's not mean she's not yeah you know she's not one of those people but she's mm -hmm. just she's like a tinfoil wearing hat oh. kind of person yeah and she'll come in and she'll ask you 50 hundred every time she comes in it's like an hour of your lives right. and she always has a piece of paper and she's writing stuff down uh -huh. and i got her about two months ago when she went from owning a like 1978 vehicle with just the bare minimum coverage on it yeah and she walked in and she got a new car and it was a oh people i hate people who can do this a 2023 Subaru Forester. Yeah. With no lien holder. She just right. paid cash for it. Oh, and wow. And she said, well, uh, should I should I have full coverage on this car? Yeah. <laughs> said, yes. well, I certainly would. Well, yeah. can you figure me the prices of this deductible, this deductible, this deductible? Mm -hmm. And she right. was writing them all down. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then, uh, what about my liability limits? Well, they're incredibly yeah. low, ma'am. Right. Well, figure me this and figure me this. And, fig and mm -hmm. so I, it, it was like an hour and 45 minutes of my life. Yeah. But she finally decided what she wanted. And I gave mm -hmm. her all the prices. And she said, no, this is what I want. Right. And so that happened. Yeah. And so, like at the end of last week, she came in and she got Melissa, sweet Melissa. Uh-huh. <laughs> and everything was wrong. Oh, no. Everything I figured her was wrong. The prices were wrong. 
No, they weren't. The coverages <laughs> were wrong. No, they weren't. She chose. Right. And you so, went, uh, uh, bless Melissa's heart. She, because she cannot even, she is the sweetest person. So she took yeah. it all in. And so, uh, the, the appointment ended and she left. Mm -hmm. And one day this week she came in and, you know, Pat sits in the desk before us. So she yeah. walked in and Pat was the first person she saw. And she said, uh, you're Miss Pat, right? And she, Pat said, yes. And she said, well, I have to tell you something. As of June 29th, I'm changing my insurance to another mm. company. And so Pat said, oh, well, I'm just so sorry. Was it anything we did? Oh, no, it was just the prices and the things about mm. And she went on and on and on. And so yeah. she walked out the door and all of us turned around and looked at each other. <laughs> <laughs> crossed our arms, kicked our arms. We have never been so happy to get That's rid great. of a client. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's but awesome. Now, we just know that she'll go to this other company and they ain't going to put up with her and she'll head back to us. <laughs> oh, it will happen. But, it will happen. It, it's just so funny that, you know, we love our people, but every once in a while, oh, don't let the door hit you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know what you mean. Best we, we day a, of our lives. <laughs> we have a ton of clients at work that I would just be overjoyed if they said, you know what? We're going to use somebody else. And be like, yeah. good, good. Use them. Go I'll away. I'll give you a list. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's some of our worst competitors. <laughs> oh well congratulations it's always it's i you know i i i think it's fun to lose a pain in the ass client people are like you know i'm gonna take my business someplace else i've seen people do this at the grocery store i'm like do you think the fucking cashier gives a shit if you decide you're gonna go to fred meyer from now on they don't care they're glad go and you know often we say when they say well i'll just go somewhere else we'll say well I'm really sorry, but if you think that's best for you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you got to do what's right for you, I guess. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, congratulations on uh, losing a pain in the ass client. Yes. Good for you. I have a video of the week, which I sent to Bet, but she didn't watch it. But maybe oh, you didn't get the God, email. So it's all right. You did get the email, though. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. That was my bad, people. Star, you know, whatever. I, I, you know, I sent it late at night. I mean, it was late for me. It must have been even later for you. My video of the week is a video because I just finished Mrs. Maisel, and this happened when I finished Ted Lasso. Also, you know, when I finished watching Ted Lasso, I saw oh had, clips, clips, yeah, clips and whatnot. This one was it was more of an interview, but it was uh, Michael Zegan who plays Joel, Joel, and uh, Rachel Brosnahan. And they're answering questions while they play with puppies. Oh! And it's so cute. Rachel yeah. Brosnahan. You just can't help but those two people would like puppies. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like everybody on the show would be good with puppies. I feel strongly that everybody on that show would be pretty good with puppies. Maybe not Alex Borstein. It's funny. I did watch a bunch of, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know, E and Us Weekly, little little interview snippets with like the whole cast and stuff. And they everybody they asked who's most like their character, everybody said Alex Borstein. Oh no. <laughs> everybody said Alex Borstein. Um would unanimous. It was would, would you love that or would you not if somebody's I uh, I don't know. Susie's pretty awesome. She's also pretty fucked up, so yeah. it's hard to say. But then so is everybody else on the show. Do you want to be anybody on that show? You no. know, everybody's kind of got their own shit. So I guess Susie's as good as anybody. She is smart and funny and can take care of herself and, you know, all of those things. So that's that's good, I guess. Oh, and also, I'll say this that I promise I'll shut up. It's that okay. one episode where the maid and her husband, uh, mm, it's mm -hmm. all about how dysfunctional... Yes. That family. They oh, can't yeah. do anything. They can't even, they literally can't even answer the phone. <laughs> I mean, I mean. And so when I know, think about characters, rich people, I think about though. Tony Shalhoub's character. He's, he thinks he's so smart and he might be smart, but he's yeah. clueless. <laughs> he's clueless. 
Um, I loved, there was a lot of great growth between Abe and Midge this season, which yeah. I also loved. You know what else? Let me say, as, let me, we'll quickly go back to my, my binge watch. Um, somebody else that I finally gained a true appreciation for in the fifth season. She left it late. Shirley, Joel's mom. I, yes. I suddenly adored her in the last season. <laughs> kind of found her annoying the first four seasons. Um, but well, I, both I of them. Her and Kevin Pollock as well. No, see, Kevin, Kevin, I loved. I, I, but I always love Kevin Pollock. I think he's hilarious. Oh, I think he he can awesome. do no wrong in my book because he, he does exactly. the best. Alan he does Arkin the Alan Arkin impression. Ever. He does the only Alan Arkin impression. Let's be honest. It's not like a lot of other people are up there. This doing, is true. He does. Uh, so but that anyway, means it's the best. It is. It's it's the best just by just by the fact that it's the only. Uh, it's also the worst. I mean, technically, <laughs> and the middlest. Anyway, um, so it's a very cute video of of Rachel Brosnahan who looks she looks nothing like Midge in real life. That's what I was starting to say. She has like long blonde hair, and I would not recognize her until she opens her mouth. I I, I recognize the voice definitely, but she does not look like Midge at all in real life to me. It's the hair. The hair apparently well, is what makes Midge. I don't know that I've Midge. seen her in, in quote. I'm doing air quotes in in, yes, uh, in, in real, real life. life. Well, you watch the watch that video I sent you, and you'll I see her long, long hair. Uh, she looks completely different. You maybe you have seen her, and you don't know and it I because know you it. don't recognize her. <laughs> so anyway, that was my 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 video of the week. And uh, I, I promise I won't say anything else about Mrs. Maisel the rest of the show. What do you got next, Bet? Uh, well, I have an advice column. Fantastic. I love um, these. And it's funny because, you know, I kind of needed something to round out the show. Yeah. And I had read this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but mm -hmm. it just stuck in my mind because not only was the query good, but uh -huh. I really liked the answer, but I kind of have my own answer too, so... Okay. I'm sure you'll chime in. You and it I comes will. from, believe it or not, the matriarch, Dear Abby. Dear Abby, I was going to say Ann Landers. Okay. Abby. Yeah. And so it goes, Dear Abby, my mother-in-law is an attention seeker. She's very loud and talks in a baby voice so that everyone looks at her. Oh, she made my wedding shower and years later, my baby shower all about her and the gifts mm -hmm. she gave yeah. not only did it take the spotlight from my husband and me but it made other family members gifts or contributions seem inadequate she always has to give the biggest and best while everyone letting everyone know and distract from other people's special moments my daughter is being married in a year and a half she has already told me she doesn't want Grandma Dorothy to come dress shopping with her and because she doesn't want to be embarrassed, but she doesn't want my mom, but, oh, but she does want my mom and her fiance's mom and grandmother to be there. Ooh. I have told her that she has to invite Grandma Dorothy. No, she doesn't. I do love my mother-in-law, and I want her to come to all of the festivities. The problem is, she gets irrationally mad if you ask her to modify her behavior in any way. My question is, how do I ask her to reel it in without offending her or making her mad? You just said you can't. My husband's solution is to ignore his mother's behavior. Well, that's what he's been doing his whole life. Yeah. So, do you... well, my first thought is that grandma, that that she does not have to go. If your if your daughter, who is the bride, who is the one who is getting married, doesn't want her to come to the wedding dress shopping, I think that's all right. Maybe well, just don't tell her it's going on. Like she's got to come to the wedding, for example. Like if you, I, I thought you were going to say she doesn't want her to come to the wedding, I'm like, oh, well, no, that's to be the really dress hard shop, to navigate. Yeah. But now for the dress shopping. Well, I really like Abby. Then it on a day that she can't come. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's. What does Anne say? Uh, she says, "Oh, oh, in the spa, cringing in Missouri." 
Yeah. So oh, Abby but, says, dear cringy. I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Let me just let me just finish. I'm sorry. I I had one other thing to say, uh -huh. which is that is that if she is going to come, if 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 you make your daughter invite her, then you can't change her behavior. She if she's coming, she comes as as she is. Well, you and I are in total agreement. <laughs> Excellent, as always. On as this always. The because brain's working. Dear cringing, it's time to step out of the way on this matter. You seem to have forgotten that this upcoming wedding is not your wedding, but your mm -hmm. daughter's. Her right. wishes about who should attend, what should prevail, if she understands the ramifications of excluding grandma and is willing to forgo the lavish gifts and contributions her grandmother bestows, then that should be her privilege. Further, the person who conveys that message should be your daughter mm -hmm. and not you. Right. Which I understand. Yep. But with you, there's also that part of me that says, is there any family in the world who doesn't have that wazoo crazy person? No. And you got to deal with them. You got to deal with they're, them. They're your family. You got, and maybe you can just be look there. at your bridesmaids and say, oh, this is her. This is what she is. <laughs> right. Just what she does. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, uh, and maybe that's the thing. When I think of brides, I think of bridezillas. They want everything to be perfect. And, right. You know, it's not. It's a process. It's no, journey. nothing's ever going to be perfect. Right. But yeah, Except, if the uh, daughter Billy doesn't want her there, the daughter has to take all of it on herself. Yep. Agree. Agree. Oh, we're all in agree. You, me, and Amy And then Anders. 20 years down the road, Abby. she might have Sorry. said, you know, I should have let her come to the grocery shopping. That's right. When she's dead, when she's, when she's dead, dead, and you're at her, yeah, and at you're the at funeral, her funeral. Damn, she I wouldn't have dress her... shopping. Plus, wouldn't you want the really generous lady at your dress Ooh. shopping? You know, maybe she's gonna spring for you know that extra expensive veil or whatever. I don't know, but you know that that's a whole different deal. The, the point is, is that the bride doesn't want her there, and the bride is the one who calls the shots. But yes, Abby is correct. The bride yeah. is the one who then is gonna call Grandma and go, "Sorry, Grandma, you can't come." Yeah, and then it's up to her to deal yep. with the consequences. Exactly. Like I said, plan it on a day you know she can't come. Um. All right. I have I have an Ask Reddit for. And I can't Shout wait. Out. I love your Ask Reddits. Ask Reddits are so much fun. And Beth, I when I saw this one, I did think of you, and I thought Beth's gonna love this. Our topic, our question on Ask Reddit is, what is the best story ever told in a song? Oh. Songs that are stories. We love these. Now, before I get into uh, the answers that are here that, that uh, other Redditors have, have given forth, yep. do you yeah. have some ideas uh, on your own? I've, well, I've got two that come to mind immediately. Uh-huh. The first one I posted on Facebook last night. <laughs> Which one was it again? Robert Earl Keen, The Road Goes On Forever. Oh, yeah. Story never Robert Earl Keen's got a lot of good <laughs> stories. God, what a... What a story that is. But uh, uh, the first one that popped in uh, was Elvis Costello, American Without Tears. Oh, the only song that I know of that has a sequel, right. which is, I think, called American Without Tears. Yep. American, there, there are two of them. Yep. Um, because the second one picks up where the first one left off. Yes. Um, and, he, uh, oh, God, that story about... Uh, an English bride who marries the, an American in World War Two, and they go off to me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's a good what one. Great story. That's a good one. I like that one. That is a good story song. Um, the very first one that popped into my mind when I read the question was "Ode to Billy Joe." Oh, well, there's a story for the ages. Such a fine story that it that it uh, spawned a film and also a novel. Right. It's possible the novel was a novelization of the film. I don't know. Really I think recall. it was, yeah. It might have been. But also El Paso, which was one I oh, thought you would come up I with. Love that El Paso is a great story. Great um, choice. Also Stan by Eminem, a great story in a in a song. Mm, in song really form. Okay. Stan's good. Um Here's some of the answers that uh, Redditors gave. Oh, I won't I go wait. through all of them, but just a few. A boy named Sue is the uh, number That's one. That's a good story. Number. That's a great good story. story. Yeah. Shel Silverstein wrote it. Johnny Cash told it. Great one. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh! Another great story song. Great one. Which also made me think of 
like anything by Harry Chapin, but Taxi in particular. Taxi. Oh, that is a story yeah. for the ages as well. Big Iron by Marty Robbins and Got a big uh, El iron Paso. On his hip. You know, I've told I you don't know Big story. Iron, but I do, of course, I do know uh, El Paso. Uh, you do know that story that I've told you. Which we one? used to listen to that on my dad's album. He wore a Which, big, big iron, iron on his hip. And we, we thought he had an actual iron. On oh, an, iron, an ironing iron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Because he wore an iron on his hip. Yeah, his shirts were always perfectly oh, pleated. Oh, that makes me think. The MTA. Oh, MTA. MTA. MTA, a great story song. That's another great story song, Charlie on the MTA. That There's might be Stand by Eminem. Stand by Eminem is another one. Oh, but here's here's an interesting thing I learned on edit. Here's a bonus today I learned. You know how the kids today they say um, if they're obsessed with something they say I'm a I'm a I'm uh, I I stand for the I I stand for the Dairy Girls so hard. Oh, uh, or I, yeah. I think it's not stand for it's I stay I stand the Dairy Girls so hard. You know, somebody's a if you're a stan of you know Star Trek or whatever, it means you're. Oh, wait, I am so out of that loop. The whole Stan it, loop. <laughs> it means you're an obsessive fan, and it comes from the song Stan by Eminem, which I did yeah. not know. Hurricane by Bob Dylan, another great story song. That's the true a good story song, as well. Yeah. Uh, Jolene by Dolly Parton. Oh, is that a... I don't think of that as a story song. It is, well, you know, I mean, it's more of a... I guess it's more of a, a sort of more of a monologue type thing, but I yeah, think... Yeah, it doesn't uh, start at a place and end at a place. I, I'm calling BS on that one. I love the song, but I'm calling BS. I would say Coat of Many Colors is a stronger story. That's a better story song, my God. Yeah. Children's Story by Slick Rick. I don't know that one. Fast know Car. That one. Fast Car by Tracy uh, Tracy Chapman. That's, That's a, a story song. Thing. Yeah. Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. Yep. Oh, I'll bet. We both missed this one. I can't believe it. Alice's Restaurant. Oh, my God. That's a, a really long story. A very popular answer, too, on Reddit. And people, there are several people say Thanksgiving tradition is playing this on repeat. Thanksgiving song, yes. Three, uh, three Jim Croce numbers here. Leroy Brown, Time in a Bottle, and Operator. All good ones. Yeah. Ring of Fire. I don't think Ring of Fire. I don't, I don't think, think of that as a story song either. either. Devil Went Down to Georgia. That's a good story. That's a story. Yep, that's a good one. Piano Man by Billy Joel says multiple stories in one song, and the amazing part is that some of them are told in a single sentence. Somebody else said uh, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel is a good one. I like that one, I'll take I'll take Piano Man. I'll, yeah. I'll consider that a story song. There's Ode to Billy Joe. Somebody did say it here in the... Oh, Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Oh, oh no, that speaking of Father and Son by Flight of the Concord. <laughs> Which is uh, that's a, a different one. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good story song too, I guess. <laughs> Somebody's got the Boxer by Simon and Garfunkel. That one kind of mm. surprises me. I don't really think of that one as a story. Oh, Goodbye Earl. That's a good one. Goodbye oh, the that's Jigs a story song. Yeah, good one. Yeah, thirty-eight years old by the Tragically Hip. I don't know that one. Oh, the that. night the lights went out in Georgia. That's one. It is, but you know, a a, a song like that, you hear it once. You never need to hear it. You again. never need to hear it again. I agree, but that's not one you're going to put on repeat. Right. Copacabana by Barry Manilow, somebody says. Well, here. that's a story. Yeah. Sure it is. Sure it is. Rolling the Headless Thompson Gunner by Warren oh. Zevon. That's a good one. Love me some Warren Zevon. Warren's got some good uh, story songs as well. Sound of Silence. I don't consider that a story. No, so I don't really no. cause I don't really any. I don't think any of Simon and Garfunkel's songs are stories. Uh, not to me. Uh, ooh, Nick uh, Stagger Lee by Nick Cave. Although I, I well, if, or Lloyd Price. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say he didn't write it, and that is a story. That's okay. Oh yeah, a freaking scary yeah. one. Yeah. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. That's interesting. I guess that's well, a story. Well, that is a story song. Yeah, it's a I story. I don't like yeah, sure. it, but, but it is. No, I, Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Loaf. Jungle Land by Bruce Springsteen. That's a pretty good one. I um, don't know that one. That's probably in uh, oh. Oh, Ruby Don't Take Your Love to Town. That that's a story song. Boy, yeah. is it. Kenny Rogers had a good a bunch of good ones. Coward of the County also is a yeah, yeah. by him. <laughs> squeeze Up the Junction. Somebody put oh, yes. a squeeze song in here, and it wasn't me. Yes. There are other Squeeze fans in the world. It has to be a story song because there's no chorus. 
That's true. This is one of the few songs in the whole world with no chorus. Yes. I can't believe other people knew song, no songs by Squeeze. I'm glad I scrolled far enough to see that one. Traveling Soldier by the Dixie Chicks also. Oh, I'll take that one. I love yeah. that song so much. The Night Chicago Died by Paper Lace. I'm, it's amazing that anybody on Reddit is old enough to remember that song, although I'm, I'm on Reddit. And, and that is. That is a story. It is a story. Someone put that one about Billy Joe McAllister jumping off the Tallahatchie Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> She's Leaving Home by the Beatles. And somebody else says Eleanor Rigby is also a good one. Yeah. Someone also, sa- someone also says the Beatles are always way too low on these lists. Oh. <laughs> Tom's Diner by Suzanne Vega. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that one, but um, Luca is a good one. That's a good story song. My name is Luca. Yeah. Here we go. Bad, 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 bad. Wildfire by Michael Martin. Where sure, I call him Wildfire. Oh, fire. that yeah, was a good one. work. Yeah. Uh, what about life during wartime? Is that a story song? It Maybe. starts in a weird place and ends in a weird place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, I would say. And so, I mean, technically, you could say And She Was is also kind of a story uh-huh. song. It's a weird story, but it's a story. <laughs> Escape, the Pina Colada song. That one's all right. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's another one. You hear once, you don't need to hear again. Yeah. You got the punchline. Yep, that's that's pretty much it. And plus, if you hear it once, it's stuck in your head for the whole rest of your life. <laughs> I guess that's enough, but I just... I, I, oh, but I there's... love that line. I love that uh, the, the line. Yes. yes. Listeners... Listeners, do you have uh, story songs that you love and adore that we somehow managed, that that Bet and I and everybody on Reddit somehow managed to miss? Leave us your favorite story songs and please in the comments, do. won't you? We need some comments, people. Well, we don't really need them because we're not going to be doing a yeah, show again for a long time. We're going to be gone. We need something to look well, at. Feel free and leave us some comments, you know, and we will, we will continue to. you got three to, uh, months to listen to story songs, people. I will post, uh, you know, classic Hucklebugs while we're yeah. away. Let's move on to you rules, shall we? And uh, and uh, end the show. What do you got? Oh, I go first. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I was just going after. I have a you rule, and it's for my sister. Oh yay! One of the pats. One of the many pats in your life. Well, my sister Pat, and it's because she can be so kind because of this thing. Uh, She has been telling me all week about something that she saw on the cooking channel uh-huh. that Michael Simon did. And she said, well, I'm going to try this on Thursday. And it was called spaghetti pie. Spaghetti pie. Spaghetti pie that you make in a spring form pan. And you uh-huh. take all the ingredients of spaghetti and some herbs and cheese and egg and mix it all up, yeah. make a pie yeah. out of it. And she said, uh, if it works, Tomorrow, that was yesterday, tomorrow, uh, you might get a piece of it. Hmm. And I said, hmm. well, if it doesn't work, will I get like two pieces of it? <laughs> <laughs> if and it doesn't so, work, you're going to get all of it. And so Friday, she came out and she said, I've got you some spaghetti pie in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, she said it was great. And she showed me a picture of when it came out in the oven. And people... People who could cook and are great at it. What what that picture was, it looked like something that would come out of a restaurant. I'm looking at a picture of spaghetti pie on Food Network, and it looks amazing. Well, it was when I went to bed last night and I took and the a, spaghetti a... pie out. It was fan, pardon me, fucking fantastic. <laughs> It was wonderful, and she gave me enough that I had it for lunch again today. Mm. And just that she knows that I can't cook like she does. <laughs> and so anytime she has some leftovers, she'll hand them out to me, give them out. and She knows I'm going to have at least one good meal in the week. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Ooh. Thank you, Pat. You're wonderful. You can cook like nobody's business. When I say... You can cook like Granny. I think she might be better than Granny. Ooh. But she learned from Granny. So that's yeah, all of that, course. you know. And then and then she adds her own her own. She things, adds her own right. flair to it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Thank you, Pat. 
I'll take leftovers from you any day of the week. I'll tell you what, you you guys go Google spaghetti pie. Yeah. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah. And well, last week she gave me a tuna casserole, which I ate on for hey, two days. Which there you hers go. is fantastic. Isn't that nice? Yes. Gosh, with mom here, I'm going to have to start cooking again. I've been very, 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 very <laughs> lazy. But, you know, mom's going to be here. So, you know, I need to, I need, because mom's here and I need to take care of her. Yeah, that's, that's going to be it. I will in turn, yeah, I will in turn be taking better care of myself at the same time. So, well, and that will work for you too. Exactly. We'll have, uh, I'll be busting out the air fryer. We're going to be doing chicken and pork chops in that. And we'll have salads and we'll have veggies and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll eat well. I'm, I'm an okay cook, but I'm, I'm nothing like my sister. My, my mom's, mom's going to be a little disappointed, I think, in the quality of cuisine. Okay. So you're like me. You have the sister who. Yes. Stacy's okay. amazing. an amazing cook. In fairness to her, Stacy's a way better cook than my mom ever was. Now, my mom, my we, my mom, you know, I love my mom. She's good at a lot of things, but cooking was never really one of her okay. good things. You know, I, I was never one of these kids that that pined for home cooking when I was away from home. <laughs> oh, she's a good, my. she's a good baker. She would make, she would make good baked treats. She made banana bread that was just banging. It was so good. I loved mm-hmm. banana bread when I was uh a freshman in college, she would send me banana bread like once every two weeks. I love and, uh, good banana bread. Oh yeah, banana bread's good. I don't have the nuts yeah. in it. Whew. No, no nuts. Fuck the nuts. No, Keep the no. nuts out. Have Keep to have nuts. Out. nuts. No, fuck nuts. Nuts are nuts are bullshit. All right, my you rule, and then we will end our show for uh for the for the duration. I don't know when we'll we'll let you know when we're coming oh, back. Of course, time. everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, my rule is for Eddie Izzard. Oh, now, you know, um, I don't know, maybe a year or so ago, I gave Eddie a you rule because she's changed her pronouns to she, she and her. And I've, and I've seen a comedy special since she did that. Oh, now hold on one sec. Oh, here we go. I want to try and find the actual post because this was on Instagram. Okay. Wasn't that long ago? Well, I guess it was a few weeks ago, and I kind of had slipped my slipped my notice. But Eddie posted this on uh, on Instagram. As people may now well know, I have added the name Susie to my names. Hmm. So going forward, I am preferring Susie, but I don't mind Eddie, and I prefer she/her, but I don't mind he/him. Hmm. So no one can really get it wrong unless they call me Kenneth or Sabrina. <laughs> I am remaining Eddie Izzard in public. Thank you, Susie Eddie. And that's wonderful. It is, isn't it nice? And there is a, <laughs> there's that a, he there's understands. A, yes. I, I know. I like that. I like that about Eddie and because Susie. some people are just, they have their fists grasped. grass. Exactly. Melissa Joan Hart left a comment on this Instagram <laughs> post that says, I don't like being called Sabrina either. Didn't she play Sabrina, the teenage witch? Teenage witch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Get on you, Melissa. I wanted to give I wanted to give Eddie slash Susie a you rule for that. Um, you know. Well, that's great because when he first announced it, you know, I was thinking, she. well, this is what we have to do now. Right. Well, yeah, and I, I like that if we if we do slip up and call him he instead of she, he won't hate or me. Eddie instead of or Eddie instead of Susie that uh, that uh, Eddie Susie him herself has has yeah. let us know that either is okay. So I like that, but I also, you know, I appreciate that, uh, that she's, she's, you know, putting her preferences out there, you know, and this is who I am now in the world. Uh, so I dig that. So, uh, thank you, Eddie. And you rule. And the brilliance of the mind of Eddie, Susie, him or her. Yeah. Can never be matched. I will say that Susie Izzard is hard to say. Yes. But it's Izzard anyway, isn't it? But if I ever meet him, I can say, hello, Sue. Hello, Sue. That's right. I've got legs. (laughs) So that's who rules. And that's our show, you guys. And we will be off now for for the remainder. We don't know when we'll be back. But, but, But like I said, I will be posting classic Hucklebug episodes. I think I'll probably start next week with uh, the original, the very first episode. 
Yep. I want to warn everybody, the sound quality is terrible. We recorded <laughs> it with a potato. We've come a long way, people. We have come. We've come a very, very long way since then. In fact, you will notice that the sound quality on a lot of the older episodes is not And we good, will but, you know, always be we'll checking up on the site for anything, yes, feel free any to, time any of y'all want to say. If you're feel just, free leaving notes. And you say, oh, this reminds me of the Huckleberry. I just was thinking of Post it. Right. Oh, here, hang on one second. Speaking of which, we have a late-breaking shout-out. Oh! That's a long one. And it's for Kelly with a one. With a one! I'm just going to go ahead and, and buzz through it real quick, you guys. Okay. Happy podcasting, lady. Thanks, Denny, for your continued efforts with Spotify. Enjoy your hiatus. Things, your I be, things I will be thinking about during the hiatus. How do I travel back east with my cat that's never traveled before so I can spend time with my family for longer stretches? Uh, parents need a bit more help these days. Well, I, I know where you're coming from there, <laughs> Kelly. Uh, Trying to decide... To buy a house there, they're dirt cheap compared to LA prices. Rent an apartment, but is that a waste of money? Buy a fifth wheel RV to live in, but where do you where do you park it year round? <laughs> Stay in Extend America Hotel. Each visit, so many options. My cat is not allowed in my parents' house because since she's elderly, pees on things with her kidney disease and scratches everything. And my sister and my nephew are allergic, oh. so she can't stay with them either. My goodness, Kelly, that's quite a conundrum you have there. Right. Good luck. My goodness. Buying a house just to stay in it while you go visit your folks for a long time. That's, 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 that's quite tough. a thing. Yeah. She also says, Stenny, I'm in a free support group for caregivers since I'm caring for my friend with Alzheimer's here in LA. Aww. Groups like that are great for figuring things out, like how to talk with your loved one about moving into a facility, etc. Because everyone in the group has or is currently going through the same scenario. Could be helpful if you need resources and brainstorming. I think you can even join in mine since we do it on Zoom and it's put on from the National Alzheimer's Association. They've also, they've been great for my mental state when I need to vent about caregiving. I'm also here for you if you ever need to talk. Glad your mom got oh. into a place. Thank you. Well, we, she's not in yet. Right now she's just in my place. <laughs> she's not here yet, but. Oh, but she's there. She's months. there. And uh, there's a couple places we're going to go look at next week. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed she gets into one of them. But, uh, you know, and then we don't know. Are there waiting times, all the rest of it? Can she bring her dog? You know, it's all basically just every every question you answer just uh, gives you a bunch more questions. Oh. But uh, thank you, Kelly, with why. Great to hear from you. Love you. And, uh, yeah, late-breaking shout-out there. Um, so gang, that's our show. We will, uh, I don't know when we'll be back sometime, maybe September. Yeah. I don't know. I really See don't know. You in September. Uh, but you know, until, until whenever we do come back, we'll have some old episodes for you to listen to. And yeah. if you haven't heard them, they're new to you. And, uh, you know, that's kind of it. So, or maybe one of, one of us, you, me. Who knows? Uh -huh. uh, might just have something to say. We'll post yeah. it on the Huckleberg. Yeah, of course. Feel free. No show, just a thing. Just uh, yeah. Here's what's up. Begging here's, for uh, comments. <laughs> yeah. Here's a here's another Ask Reddit that we enjoyed, yeah. you know, or something like that. So, uh, gang, until we do return, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you as always. Uh, till next time. I am Stenny, and I'm Bet. You are Bet and Stenny, and you have been listening to the Hucklebug. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. We love you so much. Stay with we'll us. Miss we miss you. Love you. Bye. That's the way you do it when you do the Hucklebug.